Hi there, it's Sue, and thanks for joining me for Tips and Talk Day. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. If you'd like to submit a topic, DM me over on Instagram at giftbizunwrapped. Let's have a heart-to-heart conversation about competition. Yes, this breath-stopping, gut-wrenching topic. None of us get a pass from experiencing our physical and emotional responses when the subject of a competitor comes up. Just like others, you probably compare the quality and the prices of your products, your social media following counts, and the many other unconfirmed stories you make up about all the ways they are more skilled, knowledgeable, or personable than you are. Here's the truth. No matter how successful you get, you'll never truly escape comparisonitis. I recently had a conversation with a well-respected, much-admired powerhouse of a business owner who shares the same emotions that you probably do about some of her competitors. I was shocked to hear her talk this way, but it reinforces that this is something that doesn't go away with time or with increasing sales or reaching major professional recognition. Given this, you really only have three choices. (laughs) I bet you thought I was going to say two. Nope, I'm giving you an extra choice here. So three choices. You can decide to accept the fact that this is part of the gig. It's what you buy into when you start a business, and you're ready to play big, all in. Bring on the competition. Or you can start your business and play small, stay under the radar and reduce your vulnerability, but also limit your potential. Or you can decide not to join in the game at all. I don't know about you, but I'm an advocate for only one of these options. The first one, taking the chance and going all in. I decided a long time ago for all three of my businesses to give it all I have, take the hits, deal with the emotional impact, and revel in the successes that come my way. I encourage you to do the same. It really is worth it. Because the truth is, if all you want to do is carry around a business card and say you own a business, are you really a small business owner? Or are you just pretending a facade of sorts? Ouch. (laughs) To truly work and grow a solid, profitable, income-generating business, you have to take chances and accept risk. But when it comes to the competition, there are things that you can do to work through whatever comes your way and address the topic of competition head-on. First, accept the fact that it is not only possible, but likely that you'll be copied. I'll tell you a scary story. Have I told you this before? I don't remember if I have, but it's well worth repeating. About 10 years ago or so, I was at what was then called the Craft and Hobby Show in Anaheim, California. We were exhibiting for the Ribbon Print Company, so this was way before I even started Gift Biz Unwrapped. At breakfast, I got into a conversation with the woman next to me who was attending the same show. Over the next few days, I got to know her better, 
And as time went on, she confided in me why she was at the show. Prepare yourself for this. She went up and down the aisles identifying products that could be easily replicated. She'd take a picture, inconspicuously, I guess, and then send it off to China that night. If you can believe it, by the next morning, a Chinese factory already had a prototype and was selling it online for, of course, cheaper than the original designer, all within less than 24 hours. Honestly, true story. You can bet this is still happening and on a bigger scale today. How about what Amazon has been seen doing these days? It's not right, and depending on your legal protection, it may or may not be lawful, but it's out there. Sometimes it's not as deceptive and sneaky as this. Have you seen the new Dunkin' Donuts omelet bites? They come in two flavors, bacon and cheddar, and white egg and veggie. Hmm, looks suspiciously like Starbucks egg whites starring bacon and Gruyere cheese and egg white and roasted red pepper. They even come in the same base cardboard tray. Besides one tasting decidedly better than the other, my opinion of course, at first glance the only difference is Dunkin's are shaped with a little hole in the middle, kind of like a donut. I'll give them a small little point for being clever there. My point is, no matter how big or small your business is, you are exposed and may be copied. For you, the copying will probably be done by a smaller business competitor, and you can deal with this. I say, decide now that you know that it will happen, so you're not surprised when it does. And you already have a plan to address it. I had to do just that with the Rip and Print Company. My biggest competitor stalked my website and copied my every move where product was concerned. I mean, seriously, he'd been in the business for decades before I showed up. But not until I started adding creative products to the mix to serve my customers' needs and requests did he start doing the same. Infuriating. I share this because I'm right in there with you. I've experienced what I'm talking about in regard to competition. But did I close up shop and back away? Not a chance. Game on. This leads me to how you deal with competition. What you do to keep a unique identity for your brand, retain customers, and build loyalty. I'll start with the hardest one first. Create product individuality. Something unique about your product that when seen or experienced is identifiable back to you. I say this is the hardest because it is really hard to find a product characteristic that isn't able to be replicated. In all my years, there's only one company I found who has truly kept their product from being copied. This is the Zulu Grass beaded necklaces from the Leaky Collection. Katie Leakey talks about this way back in episode number 49 of the podcast. To summarize, Katie lives in Kenya and employs the Maasai women to make these beaded strands from the Zulu grass that only grows in the Rift Valley. China did try to copy and sell her product, and guess what? It couldn't be done. 
The Zulu grass has such unique qualities and when dyed, takes on a special effect. All that China was able to do is recreate what looked like a little child's plastic toy necklace. It disappeared from the scenes pretty quickly because nobody was buying it. Now, I know that pretty much all of us can't have a special, almost unattainable element like Zulu grass to work with. But another approach to the same idea is what Mike Lindell of MyPillow does with all of his products. He calls out a characteristic that is part of his product that makes it special, and then he attaches it to his brand. His pillows have a unique fill that allows them to, quote-unquote, give you the best night's sleep. And they're also washable. Do other pillows have a fill that allows for a great night's sleep? And are other pillows washable? You bet some are, but only Mike points it out. He also does the same thing with his Giza sheets. Made from the finest cotton in the world, Giza, grown only in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. Sounds exotic, doesn't it? It makes you think it's exclusive only to my pillow. But is it? I don't know, but I do know he's the only one who points it out and has connected it to his brand. Listen closely the next time you see his commercials on TV, and you'll see what I mean. You can do the same thing. What is it about your product that you can call out and connect with your brand? Sheila of Heavenly Treats for You owns a gift business in Nashville. She has claimed a chocolate guitar, along with a huge guitar case gift basket, as her own. The Cookie Joint makes a product called Cookie Fries, which are cookies shaped like French fries, complete with dipping sauces. So, just like fries and ketchup, cookie fries and dipping sauces. You can bet this one's got a lot of legal protection. But my point is, Pick a specific feature of your product that provides a benefit that your customer desires and point it out over and over again. Another way to reduce the impact of your product being copied is to add a virtual product option to your business. This is what I did with the ribbon print company in response to the story I was sharing a minute ago about my competitor. Besides our software being one of a kind, I also created training programs special downloads, and a private Facebook support group only available to our customers. That sets us apart and still does to this day. The funny thing about this is, I wasn't doing it consciously as a reaction to the competitor. I was doing it because it served the needs of my customers. And that is always where you should focus your energy, to serve them. In your case, You may create virtual classes teaching the basics of something you can make. That way, your customers have the option of buying a finished product or trying their hand at making it themselves. Or provide virtual cooking classes that include products you sell. You get the idea. A third way to insulate yourself from the impact of someone trying to copy your product and stealing your customers is to create a personal bond between you and your customers. As a small business owner, you are the face of your brand. These days, it's easier than ever to present this to your audience. You can go live on social, 
create videos you include in your emails, and interact with your customers via direct messages. The only hard part is for you to actually do it, which is an entirely different podcast topic. However, bringing forth your personality is the one true thing your competitor can never, ever copy. And it's something you don't have to spend time creating. You've already got your personality and style. You just have to let others see it. So in summary, as a serious small business owner, I want you to stand tall with confidence. Present your handmade products boldly and with pride. And where the competition is concerned, glance back at them knowing you have a plan in place. You're in control to attract and retain your most loyal customers. That's a wrap. I'm a get-to-the-point kind of girl, and this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. We want them, and they bring us both so much happiness.